and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. This podcast is dedicated to the aspiring writer or artist and will provide inspiration and tips from top professionals in the field along with past winners and a few surprise guests. Today's guest is the Writers and Illustrators of the Future contest director, Joni Labaki. Welcome, Joni. Hi, it's great to be here. So how long have these contests been going on? You know, the contest started in the early 80s. We are actually in our 36th year right now. Wow. We are taking entries for the particular quarter that's happening right now, and it's year 36, and it's the second quarter. We are rolling. That's great. So why did Ellen Hubbard originally start them? Ellen Hubbard started the Writers of the Future contest because he knew how hard it was for the aspiring writer to get noticed. You know, you had to know somebody or you had to have an in or something along that line. It wasn't that there were a lot of opportunities for people out there to actually get discovered. Um, very few contests existed in the 80s. And so we went, you know, I'm going to start a contest. I'm going to help these guys launch their careers. And so he, uh, at the time, asked uh, the people at Author Services, his literary agents, to find some judges for the contest. He actually had a very clear idea of what he wanted to do for this contest in the inception of it. And his brilliant idea was, well, you know, let's make the judging anonymous big factor. It's a very key factor. Because right there, that allows the person to enter, not based on who they are, not based on the color of their skin, not based on their gender, not based on their religion, not based on even the location that they're in. They can be from any country. Um, it's just the story, and that's what he wanted to focus on. So by eliminating the knowing who it is that's submitting, what you're doing is you're, you're making a fair playing field. And that's precisely what he did. He made a fair playing field. And so people love that, actually. It's like, wow, you mean I can, I can enter? And I'm an 80-year-old woman, and I just had this urge to want to write? And the answer is always yes. Or I'm only 16 years old, but I really want to be a writer. You mean I can enter your contest? Yes. It's just, that's the beauty. That's one of the main beauties of the contest. But he, so, so he did that. And he also said, you know, I want the judges to be my friends from the field of science fiction and fantasy. And by the way, this is a short story contest. And I'll get to that a little later. So, so a person can enter a short story in this contest. And it is now judged by famous established writers in the field. So... A lovely, lovely person, a brilliant writer, and a wonderful editor, Algis Budrys, was brought in to help launch this contest uh, way back in the early days. And he did a marvelous job, contacted a lot of people that he knew, explained what Mr. Hubbard wanted, and, of course, the greats of the field came on board. Of course they did. It's, it's the mentoring and paying it forward that I have witnessed myself from being involved in this contest for so many years, the, the sheer joy gotten by these very, very established professional writers, the joy that they, they actually get themselves from 
helping someone in the field, knowing how hard it was for them when they started. In fact, Orson Scott Card has said multiple times, God, I wish I, I wish this contest was around when I started because it would have been so much easier. So does so Larry Niven. So has, uh, I mean, a lot of people have actually told me that they wish the contest had been around. That's why he started it. He really wanted to have a platform for people to become, you know, known, become published. Now, you made one comment earlier. I just, I just wanted to check this out. What's the youngest and the oldest entries you've ever had? Wow. <laughs> okay. Entrance? Mm-hmm. The youngest writer entrant that we've ever had was um, eight years old. <laughs> and the youngest illustrator entrant we ever had was six years old. Wow. Encouraged, of course, by her mother. Sure. Sure. <laughs> her mother helped her enter. <laughs> the oldest writer um, that has ever entered was 94. And the oldest illustrator was... Um, 60, in the 60s, yeah. Wow. Okay, thanks. That was just, I was just curious when you said for any age. <laughs> That's correct. Okay, it, great. It is an age. We have no age barriers here. Exactly. So several of the contest judges claim that the contests have proven themselves the most successful entry point into the world of science fiction and fantasy. What's your take on this? Well, my take is that I completely uh, agree with them. <laughs> and I've, you know, it's, it's, it's really quite, satisfying to to see um, somebody that you've mentored um, do well. It really is. In fact, Tim Powers was teaches an English class, and his students said to him, you know Nettie Okorafor? And he said, yeah, Nettie Okorafor, I taught her in the Writers of the Future contest. She was one of the, the students, one of the, the winners one of the years in the contest. Wow! They got so excited <laughs> that, that he... He was her teacher, so that kind of gave them a little inspiration. So, you know, it's really, it's it's one of those things, it's it's such a, a wonderful experience. And let me explain. Okay, Nettie Okorafor, right now, she is like, the the woman is on fire, right, at the very moment. Um, she was introduced to the world just a, a few months ago by George R. R. Martin, saying that uh, he was producing her book, Who Fears Death, uh, as his next big TV project, and, you know, that's that, and she's been working with Marvel Comics quite a bit, and she's uh, Black Panther, and a new project she just came out with. It's just, she's on fire right now, and that's excellent. She's a, a marvelous example of this contest and what it does for people. So she's also now a judge. Um, she is so famous now, she is a judge. She was a winner, what, 17 years ago? And now here she is. Look, she's in fame. One of the really other really cool successes of the contest, of course, Patrick Rothfuss. And I actually use him a lot with people that enter, and I'll tell you why. Because if you happen to have a novel, for example, that you've written, and nobody will read it, you can't get an editor to, to just, he won't even touch it, why don't you take a, a look at possibly taking a chapter or two of your story and making that into a little short story? That's what Patrick Rothfuss did with Name of the Wind, <laughs> Need I say more? New York Times bestseller. That one is also being produced into a movie here coming up one of these years. And it's a brilliant story and very, very popular. His first two books in that series have both been New York Times bestsellers. And it, it is a screaming success. Those are just two examples. I could literally talk on much longer than this podcast will, will be <laughs> running to tell you about all the successes of the contest. But those are two really cool writer ones. And then I want to bring up an illustrator. Um, contest success, and that is, of course, Sean Tan. Sean Tan 
won this contest, speaking of age, right out of high school. He was literally in high school. This kid from Australia, we get him over here, we fly him to the U.S., and he does his workshop. And he actually wanted to go to both workshops because he's not only such a brilliant illustrator, he's a genius, but he's a good writer, too. And he wanted to do both workshops. <laughs> of course, he could only do one at a time. So he did the illustrator one, obviously, because he won that. But Sean has gone on now to um, not only win the Astrid Lingrid um, Award, which is an international uh, award, but he won the Academy Award for his best animated short, <laughs> The Lost Thing, which was a brilliant, brilliant uh, work. Right after that, in fact, the week after he won the Academy Award, um, he came on as a judge for the Illustrators of the Future Contest. He said to me, you know, Joni, I actually, I feel, I feel worthy now of being a judge at this contest. <laughs> so he was thrilled to be part, part of the judging process now, which is fantastic. Um, so talk about inspiration. It's just, it's inspiring for everybody around, everybody involved in this, you know, anybody working on this contest. How can you not get inspired by, here's a guy, he's got art. He wants, he's in, he's creating, he's creating either a beautiful piece of illustration or he's creating this marvelous story. And to, to have that creation come to fruition and to have people acknowledge it, there's nothing like it. For everybody. <laughs> That's amazing. So now why, I know that while there are literally hundreds of amazing successes from the contest, I'm curious, what are some of your personal highlights over the years? I would have to say, okay, for me personally, one thing that is just not known about, I guess, is that the people that go on to have careers without even winning this contest, I think it's a really cool story that a guy will enter this contest and he'll enter it and enter it and enter it. He just doesn't win. But you know what? He gets he gets so used to that deadline to getting a, something in. Oh, I've got to get a story in for the next quarter. Oh, I've got to get another illustration and I've got to, got to, got to go. Well, that's a good thing for somebody. You know why? Because it keeps their creative juices rolling. And that's vital. And I've literally had other writers who did never won this contest come back to me and say, you know, I really appreciate this contest because it gave me a goal. It gave me a deadline. I had to do it. It kept me going. And that, to me, is thrilling. Oh, my God, the guy, he didn't even win here, but he went on, or he got so, he then started getting published, you see, in other areas. And just for your information, if you've published three short stories in professional publications, you can't enter this contest anymore. So literally, we've had people go, oh, Joni, you know, I'm so sorry. I have proed out. I can't enter anymore because I've sold too much now. But they thank us. They thank this contest. They thank L. Ron Hubbard for putting this here, for having it here, for having a place for them to come to. And the other thing is, is that we get so many people writing in, oh, my God, thank you for being there. Just that you even acknowledge that you received our, 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 our art or our story. That doesn't happen in other places. So I'm, I'm kind of letting the cat out of the bag here. One, so some of our little, little perks that we do that people really appreciate. And it, okay, if you're running another contest out there, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on that particular secret. You got to let people know that you've received their, their stuff. And you know what? I even encourage them. That's what I do. I go, okay, great. Thanks for submitting. Now, are you on to your next one or not? What do you mean? I, it's funny because I don't give them a break. Nope. Oh, you're a creator? You're going to keep creating. Don't stop. Keep entering. Keep writing. Don't stop writing. 
Don't don't take a big long vacation. Don't do it. Just keep writing. And it does. It gets people's uh, creative juices going. And that's that's a cool thing for someone, especially if they if they really have a goal in mind of I'm going to be a professional writer or I'm going to be a professional illustrator. Then that's the ticket, man. You can't you can't stop. And that's one of the things. The other thing that I've really gotten out of this, which is so cool, is, you know, when you when you're working with all these greats and I'm telling you, our judges are greats. They are the best in the field. Like, you know, Frank Frazetta. Oh, my goodness. He was one of our our first illustrators of the future judges. And sadly, he's not with us anymore. But that now we're talking an icon here. We're talking a man who was revered by millions of people, millions of artists. You have no idea how many people have told me, you know, Frank Frazetta was my inspiration, literally. And he was. And he was so into this contest. He was so into, okay, how are the, how are the kids, meaning the entrants, <laughs> they could be older than him, but how are the kids doing? That's what he meant. So there's this wonderful camaraderie here. And to me, that's that's a highlight for me too, is, is this community that we have created here. Thanks to L. Ron Hubbard's brilliant vision. Do you know, it was, it's just such a brilliant vision that he had to start this contest and to, to get this whole community together of people that are into mentoring, that are into paying it forward, that want to see the field succeed, that want to help the young guy, the new guy. That is so cool. And that, and it's, you know what? Here, it's a very honest thing. It's not a false picture. It's not, it's a real honest. People care here. And you know what? If they don't care, they're not here. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so finally, why should someone enter these contests? Well, first of all, it's the only place where you're going to get encouraged. Good, you've entered. Fantastic. Where's your next, where's your next piece? Is it, are you on it? Have you started? Oh, would you like some? Would you like some tips on how to write from the greats? L. Ron Hubbard had brilliant writer advice. Would you like some? We also offer, um, our judges will step into the, our forum sometimes. We have a forum on the writersofthefuture.com site, which is our site. Mike Resnick will jump in there and give advice and comments. And I've even had winners say, you know, I got a lot of encouragement out of your, your blog. That was fabulous. Because we we're constantly updating it with tips, um, advice, this and that, and the other kind of a thing. So that's why you should. There's no other place where you're going to get this community, this group of people that uh, are encouraging you as much as we do. Thank you very much, Joni. This has been a very good, I think, a very informative conversation on anybody out there who's trying to become a professional writer or artist. You've listened to the contest director, Joni Labaki. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Stay tuned when next we talk to the Writers of the Future coordinating judge, David Farland. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Writers and Illustrators of the Future are contests created by L. Ron Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to new and amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy. 